0: Hey everybody, this is our podcast. This is Natalie and Beverly and Megan. Hello.
1: Hello, welcome.
0: (laughs) So we're going to be here to talk about the shit that we like.
1: Beverly, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, My name is Beverly. Um, I'm in my early 50s and I work in healthcare I'm married and a mother of two boys, and I, I, that's really it. I'm very boring. So <laughs> I work right. vicariously through Natalie and Megan. <laughs> that's such a bunch of crap.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, Megan. Um. Okay, I'm Megan. I'm 35, single, and have a dog. Moved to Washington three years ago from Wisconsin. Um, and I'm going to school right now for my master's um, in nursing, so I am also
0: in the medical field. And I'm Natalie. I'm 45. I've got one kiddo who graduated from high school, and now I'm trying to figure out who the hell I am in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And so this podcast is going to be about trying to find our positivity, uh, you know, venturing into purpose. Um, discussing recipes, uh, the shitty things that happen at work. And we hope you guys find it enjoyable and then a little bit entertaining and maybe get a good laugh out of it. Good. All right, so what are we going to start talking about?
2: Um, I think you had a good topic about just talking about what, I think what health means.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I know for me, health is a little bit different now than it was when I was in my 20s and 30s. I mean it used to be about you know running and not eating anything and being thin and trying to look good naked and now I just don't want cancer <laughs> I just want to keep working and not have to rely on anybody and not have cancer so yeah that, that's a small snippet of my piece
2: um yeah I would say health for me has changed in the last three years um i was pretty unhealthy and then have made changes that it's taken me three years to get to where I wanna be and say I'm where where I'm at. Um
0: what were you unhealthy about?
2: Oh God. Everything <laughs> smoking, <laughs> drank, eating, drinking drank, ate uh fast food, ate out all the time, um didn't exercise And just then set goals that I wanted to get better with hiking and skiing, and that was part of my reason that I moved out here, too. Um, But for me now, health is just I want to have good endurance and I want to just make healthy choices so that I can avoid cancer, also. Who wants cancer, really? When I grow up, I want cancer. (laughs)
1: No. No. Beverly well in my 50s early 50s now um yeah definitely looking good naked is just not an attainable goal so <laughs> that's definitely not not my motivation for health um but yeah you know as, as a nurse it is it's about not having these chronic illnesses affect your life and trying to identify them and nip them in the bud with healthier lifestyles and um yeah, I mean, I think Megan is very inspiring in that she's saying, well, three years ago, this is the place I was in. And um, I just recently said to myself, even though you guys have been with me on this journey as well, trying constantly gaining and losing the same 15 to 20 pounds. But I I thought, why can't I take the next three years and focus on that? So it's I think sometimes we're hard on ourselves with not getting the immediate results that we want. But, you know, my struggle with health would be just or my motivation, would be, yeah, just being able to live the next, certainly, half of my life, um, just being healthier, and being able to move more, and not having some of the chronic diseases that just seem to plague us as we get older, Yeah, Yeah. with the hypertension, and the high cholesterol, and diabetes, and yeah,
2: the the triad,
1: that seems to get everybody.
2: I think, and that's where seeing patients and things, like taking care of our patients, that they're in their 80s, and you see the chronic illnesses that they have, and I think that's kind of what motivates
0: me, too, to, like... Not be that way. Dear yeah. God, don't make me like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, I just see them, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I... I just want to be able to walk up a flight of stairs and not feel like I'm mm-hmm. going to die...
0: Um, no, to self. Don't ever smoke. Don't do math, because then you're gonna look like shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
0: oh, gonna no try teeth. that later <laughs> too. <which laughs> be skinny, right? <laughs> you lose weight, you have no teeth, your skin looks like shit. So, I mean, yeah, no, not no to self. Don't do that. Self, don't do that. Yeah, no, no. And also for me, it's not just the physical piece. Now it's like. Well yeah, I know how I know how to work out, I know how to eat right or what, you know, the current, you know, phase is for trying to eat right, trying to do right by your body, but like I never thought it was gonna be important, but like mental health. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this before, just trying to find that that balance where you can be happy and you feel prosperous and you feel like you're valued and how I never would have thought that was actually important, but the older I get the more important it is. Like I want not because I wanna leave my mark, but I just I wanna do something that's worthwhile to myself. I could care less what anybody else thinks, but to myself, something worthwhile that I'm being productive in that, if anything, at least my daughter sees value in it. And not just me. So then like, you know, losing the the weight that I should be losing, I you know, bed like you you know, and I'm not gonna speak for Megan because you look good, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, but look, trying to look good naked, I think will always be an uh, uh something I'm reaching for. But I'm more worried about like the mental health piece right now. Yeah, it's just it's too much shitty things like at work, too many things that I'm you know, trying to avoid cancer. <sighs> dear God keep my boobs and you know my uterus safe <laughs> <laughs> praying to the boob and uterus gods but yeah
2: Um, I think something that we had talked about earlier too was just there's like all these fad diets and I think mm. the biggest thing is just about making lifestyle changes and kind of like what Beverly said um, nothing happens overnight I mean my journey was literally three years um, and we're all works in progress. Mm-hmm. So it's just literally focusing on, like, how how you're feeling and how you want to be feeling. And then reminding yourself, like, when you don't want to get out and work out. Like, for me, I literally, am, I tell myself, how am I going to feel when I'm done taking this walk or something? And then it's like, I'm going to feel better about myself. So that's what gets me out to do something. Um, But something else that we that we talked about, too, was just... Not weighing ourselves either like going off
0: of I hate that damn scale
2: how your clothes are feeling and Just how you're feeling in your body because it's more when you're feeling good in your body then you're gonna like Exude confidence which then people I think are gonna see and then you just feel Mm -hmm. better about yourself and um, Yeah, yeah. so not looking at a a number on a scale and letting that define how you're gonna feel because I There's been plenty of times where I've gotten on the scale in the morning and then I'm like, well, I feel like
0: shit because that number was... (laughs) Because it didn't look like you wanted it to look. No. That number wasn't the number that you wanted to see that morning. Yeah. So here's my problem with the scale. And it's been the same problem since I learned what the scale was supposed to do. Just weigh your body, right? Does it show you your muscle mass, your water, your retention, whether on your period or not? You know, does it show the amount of fat on your body? It's just the number, right? Right. Well, if I got on the scale and it was more than what I wanted it to be, then I'd be depressed and I'd eat an entire cake. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I got on the scale and I lost three pounds. I'd be so excited. Yeah. I'd eat an entire cake. Yeah. Either way, I was fucked. Okay. Yes.
2: Either way, just
0: <laughs> right.
1: She's just like screwed. Just absolutely
0: screwed. <laughs> and I was like, I I remember when um, I was having my nervous breakdown with uh, getting divorced. And I little things would set me off. I grabbed that scale. I opened up my front door and I tossed it out. It <laughs> bounced on the sidewalk and it hit the middle of the street in front of my house and just busted into a million pieces. I just slammed the damn door shut and I'm like, "Fuck you and the horse you rode in on." <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um. Yeah. But the damn scale. I hate that thing. But I, I think it's also important to say consistency For over sure. motivation because the motivation waxes and wanes like that damn scale power does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah.
2: you know another thing too that um, like I, I I don't think that you need to intensely be working out either in order to um, like get toned I I was working out four days a week before with two of them being boot camps and then two of them like being personal training sessions and yikes and then I decreased once I started clinicals because I was like I don't have time for all of this and I set a goal that I wanted to walk five hundred miles in a year, um, and by do like doing that I think you had to walk one point I don't remember something, one and a half miles a day or so and that was just kind of my motivator, mm-hmm. um, and now I work out two days a week, and really try and walk like two miles at least five to six days a week and,
0: and you're not killing your body no I'm not killing
2: myself yeah yeah so i i mean i struggle with i kind of want to go back to the boot camps because i think that that would help my endurance but i'm also like
0: do you I really, didn't really enjoy <laughs> them like I, it's a
2: struggle the entire time that you're trying to get through it
0: and so. trying not to die yeah yeah no <laughs> i i um i still do crossfit but i went from every day to six days to five days and now I'm down to four and it's been helpful because it <laughs> trying to do that it kind of hit workout my body just hurts I feel yeah like there's not a day that goes by that it's not my hands or my back or my shoulders and so backing off and then using that one day and eventually it'll be two days where I do yoga and I do three yeah. days of CrossFit just it seems to be a natural like a positive progression. And I figure as long as I'm moving, yes, you know, and I'm doing something, I'm not just because my problem also is if I'm not doing anything, I'm gonna wallow in my own self pity, which is terrible, yeah. And then I'm bringing on the negativity, and then I'm you know, wallowing in more negativity, and I'm spiraling down into the toilet bowl of hell,
2: yeah. One thing that I've asked patients, like the hundred-year-olds, I always ask them, "What did you do, like exercise-wise?" And they're always like, "I walked." Mm -hmm. They walked miles. I do that too.
1: And Um, and garden. Yeah. Like the hobbies that they did, you know, gardening and things like that.
2: And I just think it's so cute when I see like um, elderly people walking with their walkers, like outside. Because I'm just like, you get out there and like get to work, like totally just moving that body.
0: Yeah. No, I like that too. So I'm like, yeah, that'll be me one day. (laughs)
1: Long time with ankle weights. (laughs) Well, I think with exercise, it's the same as with the fat diets. You know, it's a fat diet. Is this something you're that is sustainable? Are you going to be able to do this for the rest of your life? And so it's the same thing with the, high, the boot camps and the high-intensity mm-hmm. things. And, and for some people, yes, they do want to do that for the rest of their life, and they can. But right. um, I think for the vast majority of us, no, that's not something that they're going to do for the Sustain rest of their, their life. life. So, yeah, and, and what's really interesting is um, a couple months back, I was doing um, Apple Fitness, doing little workouts and on the treadmill, and then they also have like a cool-down um, session. And I would do them back to back, and what I noticed was the calorie burn was the same whether I was doing the treadmill or I was doing mm-hmm. the cool down slash yoga. It's like a little mini yoga stretching yeah. session. So my heart rate was still staying up there through that whole time, even the calories burned were about the same too. So I, you know, I mean, it, it's do you have to do the you know, do you training? like you're killing yourself? Right. Do you yeah. have to kill yourself in order to get a good calorie burn and see an effect from that? So. Yeah, I think we have to find something that's sustainable that we want to do, yeah. and enjoy do. doing. It's the same thing with with our food, with our intake. Mm-hmm. Is it healthy to cut an entire food group out? No. Yeah, is it, it, well, know, uh, but, is, but it does work. Clearly, it clearly it we work, see that it works. Yeah. But does it work long term? And will it work long term for a certain type of person who yeah. might enjoy
0: meat. carbs or Ca- meat yeah, or whatever yeah. it,
1: it might be? Yeah, sweets. And I, yeah. I, would, I would always hate to
0: push what my agenda is on anybody else, but I've always been a big believer in like moderation. Yes. You know, it's not, yeah, it's great if you can do keto, it's great if you could do paleo, it's great. But I mean, nothing lasts for forever. And if you, if you keep that in mind that, you know, that's what we're designed to do is change. Even though we hate it. Then, hate it and love it. Right. So then your diet has to change. You have to be able to, you know, maybe giving up, um, you know, carbs for a certain amount of time gets you over the hump or past that plateau. But then, you know, there's a reason why pigs taste so damn good. Right? There's a reason why we invented bacon and God put pigs on the earth. There's a reason for that. But, you know, I'm also following the plant diet. So... You know, and I don't feel like I'm missing out I don't feel like yeah. you know yeah yeah I do like ham and I won't say that I'm a hundred percent I follow absolutely mm-hmm. um, because I believe in moderation mm-hmm. but for right now I like the what the plants do for me mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah you know? do you
2: find that you get enough um, so I kind of have wanted to do like plant-based because um, I'm not a huge meat eater because I don't really like to touch meat <laughs> uh touch that's slash cut that's
0: a, little, that's a little wicked like right there.
2: The, <laughs> I don't like the white the, the chicken um I don't like all the veins and everything in it yes. that's just disgusting to me um and but sometimes
0: I just worry that with plant-based I wouldn't get enough protein, protein. so I use what's it uh what's it called um an app for watching my macros okay and i don't follow it to a t i mostly follow it for the protein intake because i'm a little worried about that too because i like lifting i like olympic lifting and so it requires a certain amount of muscle rebuilding yeah and everything we've been taught has to do with a certain amount of protein Mm -hmm. so that you're not working backwards or destroying your muscles and not be able to fix what you have destroyed so you know i try to hit a certain level of my protein, but I'm doing that with, um, tofu, tempeh, lentils. Um, and you would be surprised how much protein's actually in things like broccoli and, uh, tomatoes and, um, zucchini <clears throat> and different kinds of grains and pastas. And like, I, I eat a lot of rice, farro, um, I think it's called sorghum. I can't ever pronounce that one it's like S-U-R-G-O-M oh, yeah. or some crap like that yeah. um, there's actually a lot of protein in the grains too and I mean I've done keto for a short while I did paleo for a long time I did a no carb diet for a really long time and that got me into a plateau I've also starved myself point blank uh, like when I got was getting a divorce I just stopped eating I lived off of um, coffee and almond milk for about nine weeks. Oh. Yeah. Well, that got me past that plateau. Yeah. I don't recommend it. (laughs) I don't recommend it at all. But um, it was a matter of, you know, just not feeling like I wanted to eat. But I've tried a lot of things like um, Weight Watchers, The Shakes, uh, Nutrisystem. And the only thing that has made me feel like kind of like not like it's going to make your brain crazy was just moderation. Yeah. You know, we don't have a, or my opinion at least is, we don't have a a nation that um, has a problem with food. What we have is a problem with gluttony. Yeah. And, you know, it's not, trying to eat healthy looks different for everybody. I'm not a proponent of fast food, donuts, crackers, a shit ton of potato chips, but it's not going to break your personal physical bank if you're having a little, like, oh, shit, and I need some chocolate, and I need a bag of potato chips. You know, it's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the gluttony where you have 10 bags of potato chips in your house, and you go to town on that, and that's a weekly thing. Yeah, you're, or every, now, right. every night, I yeah, think. You, you yeah. just looking yeah. for trouble with that.
2: And the, Yeah, I think that's something that I found, is, like, just balance. Um, like, if I... Okay, if prime example. Today I ate a sandwich for lunch that was bigger, so then just later on for dinner than I know to have a salad or just something Balance. ba- well, yeah, or exactly right. balanced. Yeah, exactly um, balanced. And also it just takes time. Once you start eating like more fruits and vegetables, then your body does start to crave those things. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely nights where um, I probably would have had takeout or something and now I come home and I will not have any food in my house. <laughs> and I'll eat beets like from the can. Because I'm just like <laughs> A, well. I'm going to save money, and B, I'm going to – it's healthy for me. It's better than eating French fries. And if you would have told me that I was going to be eating like that like four or five years ago, I would have been like, you're nuts. Like, <laughs> no way.
0: Yeah. So wow.
2: it just – I don't – yeah, you're, you're – and I think your taste buds change too.
0: Yeah, um, more like evolved.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've I've been trying – now I'm going to try and eat salmon. And that's something that also, 10 years ago, I would have been like, no.
0: Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. Is I You were talking asking about a salmon recipe. Yeah. Is it okay to jump to this? Yeah. You yeah. Okay, at this point? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, my favorite recipe with all fish, because I'm not very adventurous, but I love this, is to take either parchment paper or aluminum foil, and you make a pocket with it. You put your salmon, whatever cut you have in there, but you have... Um, I put fresh dill or dried dill right on top and then I take 11 slices and I put that on top of the dill and then I bake it at 325 okay. until it's flaky. I've never been able to trust a timer because I don't want to undercook it because that mm-hmm. freaks me out and I'm not ready to eat sushi on my own. I'd rather go buy it. Yeah. Um, or overcook it, and then it's, like, rubber. Right. Yeah. So and it depends just, on the thickness of the fish, yeah. so you can't
1: really tell. Like seven, ten minutes, whatever. You have to make it so it's flaky, so your fork just flakes off. Yep. And it's yep. not yep. And how, um, translucent. There's no translucent areas. It's, like, opaque. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's good to know. And I how usually
1: come, go for, like, the deepest part. The center. Oh, look.
2: yeah.
0: You know, like chicken.
2: <laughs> how come dill, like, this, you're about the fourth person that said dill is what you should why is dill so good with fish? I don't
1: know. Lemon pepper is good with fish, too. Oh, so yeah, it is. So lemon pepper seasoning. That okay. one's good, too. Yeah. Or you could use a fresh lemon and pepper. But and if, Maybe yeah. for me, it came from my childhood, because that's
0: what my mom would put in, like, tuna fish. She'd open up a can of tuna fish. And add dill. And add dill mayonnaise and mix that crap together and make a tuna fish sandwich. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that, for me, is, like...
1: Okay, so we're all, sure. except for Natalie, making a salmon dish, because I'm going to try to do my um, salmon... Honey, lemon, garlic.
2: Ooh, that sounds good. That yeah, does. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's a it's a glaze thing, and I just saw it on Instagram too, so I don't even I haven't even made it. So. I'm good. Yeah. I'm doing a. Yeah. My
2: friend is coming over, and she, <coughs> we're picking one. Um, like she's making salmon her way, and then I'm making salmon my way, and then we're gonna make it and try.
1: Oh, cool. Try.
2: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, have you decided on a recipe or no? No,
2: no. I saw like a butter, a butter one, which that's not super healthy um so maybe i don't dill. i feel like i have to try it (laughs) because
0: everyone has said that i need to eat it that way honestly it's gonna sound weird but i would try your fresh and your dried like take like equal amounts and see how powerful you want it to be so you know how much to use because I like it to be, like, intense, so I use a lot of dried dill, or fresh if it's available. Okay. And if it's too much, you should know that up front. Like, oh, I just need to be kind of, like, just sprinkle this on.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, one of them, like, Bam! Yeah. Bam. yeah. <laughs> yes. Bam. yes. Well, I am totally wussing out when it comes out to uh, dinner this week. Last week, I made, um, uh, Forks Over Knives, um, lasagna. Oh! And... I, it has got a. It is the weirdest kind of lasagna, but it tastes so damn good. But this week I'm not doing it, so I was like, I'm I'm spent because it has to prepare it. You have to have potatoes, the lasagna noodles, but also peppers and corn and onions, and you make like a tomato sauce with it all, and you know the and I add mushrooms in there, uh, and the tomato like crushed tomatoes and fresh tomatoes, and then you. You know, you do your layering. you got the the regular uh, lasagna stuff and then the lasagna noodles, and then I put fake cheese on top, or parmesan cheese on tops, and then bake it off. I'm like, I can't do that. It was so much work. I was exhausted. (laughs) So this week, I'm taking romaine heads. I've already washed and cleaned them all, and I'm going to slice them in half and roast them, Mm -hmm. like cut side down with some parmesan cheese so it kind of melts into it, and then do like a... Oh, I forgot what they're called. Like a, It's like a, a wedge salad. Mm-hmm. So I've got all the salad fixings ready to go, like the olives yeah. and the tomatoes and uh, the carrots. Um, I'm doing pickled red onions and making two different kinds of dressings for my daughter and I this week. And then roasting the, um, the cut romaine heads uh, just each evening so it's fresh. Because that's all I kept thinking about this weekend is like, oh my Are gosh! Are you
1: roasting them or grilling
0: them? Uh, just grilling it on one side. Oh, right, right. On okay. one side, I don't want the whole thing to be cold. I just want the one side to mm-hmm. be nice and brown. So, but yeah, that's what we're doing for our meals this week.
2: I um, I have found that like meal prep, meal prepping
1: helps. Wh- yes, yeah. for sure. Because okay. m-
2: for me, being in school, coming home, I'm exhausted, and then to just grab something to heat it up. I eat a lot of turkey tacos. <laughs> a lot.
0: <laughs> now, I do all of my cooking I like for the last maybe five years on Sunday, Saturday or yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yep. And it helps me with my portion control and what it is I eat throughout the week. But then I get irritated because it's an entire day of cooking, and I'm doing it by myself, and i got to clean by myself. Um, I hate to clean. I
2: see, and I don't feel like... Um, so I do my grocery shopping normally, like I did it today, and this week I'm gonna make a chicken salad, or chicken pasta salad, and then I am also gonna have turkey taco meat on hand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ready to go. Yes. But I don't feel like it takes, I mean, it might take like an hour or so, and then I normally will make like a breakfast quiche or something like that so that I can just grab that and heat it up too. That sounds good. But I think like, if as you're starting out just maybe start out just with doing one meal like planning one meal for the week because I think what happens is people get so overwhelmed of trying to plan what they're going to eat every single day
0: that's too much yeah
1: yeah Yeah. and I think it's baby steps for sure it's it's like you said like plan you know do your shopping on Saturday do your prepping on Sunday and even if you just prep like Fresh fruits and vegetables to have to mm-hmm. grab, so yeah. things that you can combine quickly for those healthy snacks and stuff. Um, but yeah, when I when I'm good and I prep, it, it's about two and a half to three hours, and then I have my lunches prepped for Monday through Thursday. Yeah, I have a four day rule with food, so I can- yeah, <laughs> and, yes. um and um, and then a couple of meals that are kind of prepped so that when I come home, it's easier to cook. And I, I know because it's that that cliche if you. Um, fail to plan you plan to fail oh i hate that so (laughs) even but even if you just have it written down like this is what i want to do and you have the prep started because otherwise yeah we spend hours grocery shopping we spend hours uh cutting and prepping and then we feel that's time away from what we've been doing whether it's relaxing or it's family time or it's sleep time or you know I, i just think we feel that Deficit a lot, and then it causes us to fall off the wagon because yeah. it's like, I don't want to spend three hours in the kitchen cooking. Oh, no. So. Yeah. no, yeah, so. uh,
0: my mom was a, a capital M mom, so she went shopping every day and cooked every day a new meal every day. And I had two younger brothers and my dad, so we almost never had leftovers, yeah, almost never. Whereas now we have leftovers every day, and I used to be a four day person like <laughs> you, whereas mark we were done nope i am too lazy for that (laughs) too we will squeeze that into the five and sixth day we'll smell it and look at it really good
1: that's okay
0: it's just a little extra penicillin a little penicillin won't hurt you yeah
1: Yeah. well do we want to do our thing that we're grateful for or gratitude sure and and wrap it up sure absolutely um let's go first I'll go first. I think Beverly, go. I'll go first. Um, so probably the biggest thing would be this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so who I not steal it, um, you know, I just think being able to have um, friends and like-minded people who are willing to support you on your journey, help you work through things, talk through things, um, sometimes tell you things you don't want to hear, um, listen to the things that you might not want to say to other people. Um and just be that sounding board is just really. It uh, makes me feel tremendously blessed, and so I think that um, being able to get this podcast off and started and finding out where it will go yeah. in our journey, yeah. Um, I think that's really exciting, and um, so that's what I'm grateful for this week. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, like, oh, yeah.
2: I, mean, I would say I'm grateful for this I think I think it's an awesome idea that Natalie came up with and I think it's also awesome that all three of us were open to it too because one of us could have easily been like mm, I think you're crazy let's mm-hmm. I'm not doing that I'm not getting involved um, something hmm because I don't want to just use Beverly's
0: it's going to be like at Thanksgiving when you say everything you're thankful for. You don't want to hop on somebody I know. Um,
2: you know, I'm grateful that we've had some amazing weather here. Oh, we have? Um, yeah, it's been
1: nice.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to getting out and doing some gardening. So, yes, just grateful for nice weather and hanging out with friends.
0: Okay, so then I guess I, I will pull up the rear. um. I'm very grateful for the possibilities that um, this podcast is going to bring. Love that whole creativity piece and that there's no rules here. So, um, and that, uh, I can swear as much as I want to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So is that it for yeah, us? Then? I think
1: that's it for this time. And we'll, uh, all right. Review and regroup and meet everybody next time.
0: All right. See you guys next time.